Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I, we were just talking about this with the pap smears. Get your pap smear every three years or however often your doctor says to I get tried, them. I tried, but they won't accept me. <laughs> All right. Oh, Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> this. That was good timing. Welcome, Welcome back, back family fans. Every <laughs> your turn. Happy fam. Happy fantastic Friday. <laughs> From your favorite foursome. Where we. Ah! <laughs> Did you throw a pad at me? <laughs> it's soft. Where we co parent with a twist. We're all messing with Gabe this morning. <laughs> I'm tired, guys. Leave he me alone. Taking, he was taking a nap when Jessica got here because we yeah. got here before she did. Yes. And he was napping on the couch. And Jessica comes in. She's like, Are we napping? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I walked in and all, like, all three of you guys just look like just you're dead. Down. You're just like laying there. Oh, I was literally about to like really be in a deep sleep your eyes were there. closed oh, damn I'm, I'm tired i'm sorry that i disturbed your your nap, nap time. your nap time oh my gosh last night has been rough um it's been rough at nighttime malachi going to bed has been the hardest thing oh. to deal with i don't know if it's like a regression but he has been so crazy trying to get him to go to sleep and i do like a nighttime bath where i have like a ba- um, a nighttime wash and i give him a, a bath before bed and we lay down relax have and you he tried just- a lavender candle a lavender, a lavender candle, candle. For, for his bath time <laughs> no i have lavender um bath salt Ooh. she's already that's even yeah. better it's like the kids version of um epsom epsom salt but it's like nighttime and i put it in there and then i use bath time or the night nighttime um body wash and stuff and then when he gets laying down for bed, he has this burst of energy and he's at the stage where he's like hitting and kicking and he thinks it's funny. And then it's just like he takes forever to fall asleep, which makes us tired. But then also when he has to get up in the morning for school, then he's not happy. And he had oh. school pictures today. Oh, so, no. Um, I actually just put him in the car and he stayed asleep while I took Logan. And then I came home oh, nice. and then I was able to get him ready for school because his pictures weren't until nine in the morning. Oh, so I, I didn't have to that. drop him off early. Yeah. And then because Gabe only worked like four hours today because it was his day off. But he went in to work a few hours. And so he came home and did Malachi's hair and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hope he's OK for pictures because he's tired. But I don't know what to do. Like, maybe if I start laying down with him earlier, because we try to lay down with him starting at like eight o'clock. Right. But there's times that he won't even go to bed till like 10, 11, and he'll be like laying down playing around for hours. He's a night owl, huh? I just don't know. I don't know That's what me. to do. I'm the Good. same way. Like, I'll be so ready for bed at seven, and then come nine o'clock, I'll you be like, like, oh, bur- I'm awake yeah, now. you get like a burst of energy. Yeah, I'll be awake till midnight, but 1 a.m. Your body just knows that, like, you become more active at that time i swear it's so he's weird he's like you could tell that he's tired and he fights it but also the preschool that he's at now they let them nap for a long time oh he's still doing naps the during naps. the day at yes. school Addie, so, Addie was like that too and when she got out of that school um well they tell her they say you can either take a nap or you can just lay quietly and oh, she would always lay quietly she would almost nap. never nap yeah, they don't force them yeah, to nap. See, I mean, they don't force them to nap, but they let them nap. But right, right, right. there's times that I'll pick him up at like 4 p.m., 4.15, and he's still napping. 
Oh, geez. and all the wow. kids are still napping. Oh my gosh! So no wonder then yeah. he's up so and late. Then, That's their fault. Yeah, but he's gonna be switching preschools next year, anyways. Um, and I talked to the preschool. I was like, yeah. "What time is your nap time? Like, do you wake kids up at a specific specific time, or do you let them sleep?" And they wake kids up at the time that they're supposed to wake up. So when he goes to school that's next good. year, he's going to be woken up a lot earlier than well, they that's, still have. That's good. They're going to still have nap time for preschool. Yeah. Oh, cause it's preschool. Still. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Once it gets into like T if he, if he does TK, I don't know if he'll do naps. Right. Cause I think TK is in the same room as the preschool. Cause they the, really, yeah, the room is like split into fours. Okay. So they have, cause that's like a portable building. Right. And that's what you call it. Portable. What do you call yeah, it? Yeah. The yeah. Portables. Portable, yes. Portables. That's like a kinder care. Kinder care has like sections of yes. the same room. It's like split into four. So they oh. have two, three. So it's not walls that separate it. It's just like areas. Like yeah. A, probably like a curtain, huh? Yeah, I think so. TK it is mixed. Walls. TK is mixed with kindergarten in public schools. Oh. Yeah. So it's like the same class. They just basically do kindergarten twice. Yeah. See, That's this so one, weird. they have two three-year-old classrooms and two four-year-old classrooms. So I'm assuming the four-year-old is more like TK, right? I would think so. So that's how they're split. But I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know if, like, they all take naps. Because I know, like, once he goes to kin, Even when he goes to kindergarten, I'm not sure because it's full-day kindergarten. I don't, I don't so think they I still, ever took naps in... They still might do take, naps. Remember they used to do... I've, well, I, I don't know. I'm not saying remember as in I remember. But I've heard that, like, back in the day, they used to do nap time in kindergarten. Have you ever heard someone say that? Like, people yes. our age. Did you guys ever have nap times in school? No. What do you mean people no. our age? Like, adults. When we like were if, in if kindergarten. Ta- like, yeah, oh. like, we, there was ki- kindergarten like, classes. Adults are taking naps. No, <laughs> I mean, I would love a nap now. But, like, kindergarten classes back, I don't know, maybe they still do it. I honestly don't remember if I took naps in kindergarten. Well, two of my five kids. Two of my five kids were done taking naps very early. It was ironically both of my girls. They both stopped. Remember, Lilia stopped. She would no longer nap at like 18 months old. She would never nap. I don't think she's ever taken a nap since. Like she just never naps, rarely, unless she's sick or something. And Addie is the same. Like she will rarely nap. Whereas Landon yeah. to this day, I could still get him to take a nap in the middle Land- of the day. Landon's an old man. He is. I swear. Old man in little- Do you think, does he need, does he take naps without going to school like when he's not in school yeah he takes naps at home oh, okay so then he's still he probably still needs those because i can tell when he's tired and the thing is is like there's some days that will keep him up like if i try to get him to go down for a nap and he's refusing which he does a lot of the times right. he'll refuse and i'll lay with him and we have to have like white noise on or some, some sort of noise if he doesn't fall asleep by a certain time where i'm like okay this is too late for you to take a nap yeah then i'll keep him up but then the problem with that is like the other day, he was starting to fall asleep by like 6.30. Oh, no. And I'm like, you can't miss a nap and go to bed that early. Yeah. Because like, then he'll, he, he's not going to sleep through the night if he goes to bed at 6.30. Oh no, yeah. So I just need to get him on a better routine. But I think that he's still going to be going to school throughout the summer. So that will help because he's still going to be getting up early. Not as early as he does now. Right. Um, but then next year, he's going to start taking naps earlier. So I think that's going to help his routine too. But I'm like, I don't understand the fighting bedtime and like we put him to bed in his room but we still have to lay with him like yeah. he's not at the stage where we could just send him to his room and he'll lay down by himself right like we have to lay there with him that's that's really a training thing because oh. you used to I, have to do that with addy i do that with yes. addy still still to this day he'll and do i that. can't stand it because at the same time i like it <clears throat> because it's like a, a personal you it's know like your thing. last baby you know right oh yeah but then on the other hand if we go somewhere like I have to leave everyone to go put That's her hot, to bed. Yeah. And then I have to lay with her for like 20 to 30 minutes sometimes. 
and I yeah. just Hard. and I know like other families that we know they're like they send their little kids like to bed and they just and they go just lay go, down yeah. and I'm like we I always, wish I could do that it must be nice well we yeah. did that with all of our other kids is the thing she's the only one that does this none of the other kids were like that we would always just send them to bed send at her age but she's just daddy's girl and yeah. has her wrapped her up no has, I yes you are hang on okay. I would do that with Landon Ab- yes you would but not at this age she's almost six babe that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's fine. It, it I don't see anything sense. wrong with it as long as it, it is unfortunate sometimes like whenever you miss out on some things, but right. it's like you're you're going to miss out on her. I think that you're not going to, when you're older, you're not going to regret doing this now. Probably not. No. You know, like she's your little it's girl. It's just like a pain in the butt sometimes. Like it is. Like with Malachi. It's like it's inconvenient one of us sometimes. has to lay with him and he's three and a half. So he's still yeah, fairly he's young. Baby, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. It this is nighttime going to bed. I'm like. I don't yeah. know what else to do. Yeah, it, I is, know. it is a little oh, different with her because she is like my like little girl. Yeah. You know, because like when I met you, Lilia was already four. She was mm-hmm. already grown up. So I mean. That grown was, up. That's smaller. <laughs> I mean, than, that's a baby. That's that's pretty grown. Was she four? That's, oh, I guess she was four. She was yeah. four when four. I was in her She would too. always go to bed though. We, I think when she was like one, we would tell her like go if yeah. it's time for bed go lay down i don't yeah. think i don't remember laying awesome. with her she loves yeah. her sleep she like loves I, her sleep i always laid with kaden and tommy oh so always. that's just like and tommy thing. tommy wanted to lay more than kaden did that's interesting and landon you did do that with whereas right. i didn't do that with my other kids right so then you trained landon to do that and then you <laughs> ne- you wonder why he still comes to our bed I at know. night that's <laughs> why i love the cuddles they love it it's, and i love it too i used to co-sleep with um logan until logan was about i would say two and a half two and a half he was a hot sleeper so he sweats into sleep oh, landon and then too. after he after that stage came then he was like, I don't want to lay with you. Like he didn't want to lay I with did. me anymore because he he gets more hot when he's laying with me. Right. So then at that point, that's when he started sleeping by himself, and he never really came to in our room to mm-hmm. lay with me ever again. I did co sleep with all of my kids, so I, I I guess it's, but I guess I just didn't do it that long. I'm trying to remember now. God, you think did I, you I, did you really co co sleep that much with the twins though? I mean. They definitely had their own cribs. I remember w- putting them back in their cribs. It, for me, I, I feel like it was more so that I always would try to start my kids in their room. But then halfway through the night, they would end up in my bed because I got too tired to keep going back in there. That's and, how like, Malachi is right now. Like them. we start him in his room because yeah. for the longest time, he was just sleeping in our bed. Yeah. And like he had his own bed and everything, but he was just sleeping in our bed. And then when we bought him his new bed, we started putting him in there. So he falls asleep in there, but he always comes to our room. And sometimes right. he lasted a little bit longer. But he always ends up in our room and we're just too tired because Gabe usually goes to work at four in the morning. And so we're just normally too tired to keep going to back keep in there. Handling. If we walked him back in there, I'm sure he would lay down and stay asleep in there, yeah. which we need to start doing. Pick your battles. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> moving on from the sleepy talk. We, um, okay, a couple things. When Gabe was sleeping on my couch, I just got back from my TB test. I just got a TB test done. Amber and I were talking about all the medical things that we've been doing. Yes. She's getting her TB test TBS tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. You need it. If you don't know what a TB test is, it's a tuberculosis yep. test. Actually, you're, what is it? Amber, so the nurse, take it away. They, I don't even I understand I am not a nurse. It. I am a CNA. I mean, <laughs> but, you, but you probably know what it is, right? I mean, I just know it's, it's required. Yeah. So the TB test is they inject a little bit under your skin. Um, some liquid. It's like superficial. It's not like in, in your muscle. It's like literally underneath your skin. Yeah. And then you get a little bump and then you check it like two days later. And if it's like 
super red and irritated. irritated then usually they would make you do like a chest x-ray and stuff um because that's like an abnormal result if there's nothing going on then you're fine yeah then. but you need it to do all kinds of things yep. for example for i'm getting it so i could volunteer in the kids school like yes. just do volunteer you're probably getting, I'm it, for getting work. it for work yeah, yeah to work in the hospital um because i have i think the last time i i was talking to you guys i had got the job at Woo-hoo. the school which the school job they didn't have me do the tb test mm. but i had to do a physical where i had to f- to fill out a tb form like a oh. tb risk assessment so i didn't have any risks to need to be tested so i just had the doctor fill out that form i didn't have really? to do the test but um that job doesn't start until the next school year obviously so f- for the meantime i got a job in a hospital as a cna and that one, I have to do the TB test, which any time that I've worked in the medical field, I've had to do a TB test. So. I feel like that's standard for most things. So that's, yeah, yeah that's, I've even, had even so just many a volunteer. TB tests in my life. Yeah, same, but not for, it was for other reasons. Yeah. Just for volunteering so, in the kids' so school. So if you test positive for TB, you can't do anything? Well, you have to do know. a chest x-ray. Well, you have to be medicated um, if you have TB. Um, but they have, you do it, if like you have an abnormal result, they'll have you do like a chest x-ray. Um, cause the TB is, I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it has to do with like your lungs and stuff. That's why they have you do a chest x-ray. So if you have an abnormal result, they'll have you do a chest x-ray and then read it from there. Cause it could be like, um, like a false reading sometimes. Right. So that's why they have to do like the x-ray, but I know you have to be medicated. Um, but I don't know exactly like all the protocols cause we I've never. We're not nurses. Yeah. We're not doctors. I've never Go tested. talk to your doctor about this stuff. This is just our experience. But speaking of abnormal results, I got my pap smear back. Was it normal or abnormal? It was. It was normal? Normal. Okay. <laughs> I did though. It was normal. Were we talking about pap smears on the last yes. episode? Okay. Yes. I got it back. We're all good. We're all normal. What are the medical things do we got? I just had LASIK eye surgery. Yes. We have a lot of things going on. Amber actually had, if you don't know, she had basically the same thing, but it's called PRK mm-hmm. eye surgery. It's a corrective eye surgery that helps you see into the future. Into the future. <laughs> or just clearly. So my all. my um my corneas were too thin. So I wasn't a candidate for LASIK because for LASIK, they cut little flaps and then they do the laser and then they put your flaps back. My flaps were too thin. It was trippy too. Yeah. My flaps were too thin. So I wasn't able to do that. Um, So I had to do PRK, which I think I did it in like 2016. So it was a while ago. Um, I had pretty bad eye vision. Um, I had astigmatism in my left eye and my eyesight was just getting worse and worse. So I had it done. Um, my dad had had LASIK, so that's why I was interested in getting LASIK. Oh. And then when I had to do PRK, I was like, oh. Yeah, it sounds like for the most part, people typically, from from your experience, and then um, Dane also had the same experience, that you go in wanting LASIK. I feel like most people know what LASIK eye surgery mm-hmm. is, if you've heard that or heard of that term. Um, it's just, you know, it's like you can't, you see blurry, so you go in, you get your eyes fixed, you go get LASIK. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably go in for LASIK, right? Yep. And so they give you a consultation and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, you're actually not a candidate for LASIK, but yep. you're a candidate for this, yep. which will have the same results. It's just a little bit of a different process, pr- process mm-hmm. and procedure. And it's a little bit more of a rough recovery, right? Yeah. Well, cause they have to scrape, like, instead of cutting the flap and doing the laser or putting the flap back, they essentially scrape that the cells off your eyes to do the laser oh. and then the cells have to grow back. That sounds so, so horrid when you guys describe it. Scraping and Well, yeah, it's like, eyes. it's so weird. I know too. it's just like, I understand it, but like when 
you hear it. It just I know. sounds weird. Cringy, right? Right? Yeah. The know. whole process was like, I think it was like 10 minutes. Well, Gabe took me. Um, it oh, was yeah. like 10 minutes, maybe. 10 Each eye or total? Total. It was like, so 10, it's or, the same it was like 10 or 15 minutes. And um, I didn't feel anything. I was worried about like them clamping my eye open. I was like, I was oh my God. about that But too. you don't even realize it. <laughs> no. No. At all. And they put like the numbing eye drops and everything. The only thing that tripped me out was I could smell like the what burning. they were doing in the laser and Everyone stuff. Everyone says that, but I couldn't smell it. But I don't know. I, I For me, the, the trippiest part, I don't think they did this with you because this is when they cut the flap for me, mm-hmm. was they, they have this big old machine. It's very intimidating. This big machine coming towards your eyeballs, right? And it suctions your eye. Ugh. And you can't feel it. You're completely no, numb. Yeah. It is a completely 100% painless procedure. Why like, does it's it all suction in your to head. keep it stable? I have no fucking idea, but it, it suctions your eye and then it takes cut it. it. It laser cuts because it's blade free. So it, it's not actually like it's not a blade that's cutting your eye. It's a blade free procedure. But I don't know if it, it feel it just all you feel is a little bit of pressure and then it you just hear it. And she I remember she was ta- my doctor was so amazing. Dr. Mabuti is her name. Huh? And she it's at Griffin. I wait. Griffin and Reed, I sur- I care or something. I care. She said, spread the word. I paid for my surgery. It's not, they did not pay me to say this. I, I had such a good experience there. It was insane. But they, yeah, they, they cut that flap. You just feel the pressure. Five minutes, one eye, five minutes, the next eye, and then you can see. It's bizarre. Like, I feel like when I first stood up, it looked like they described it as like looking through wax paper. For me, the hardest part was just that my eyes were so watery. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really see. And then I, and then the, roughest the roughest part of everything of the whole thing from start to finish was that drive home yeah and that was just that my you drove eyes, yourself home no you're not allowed to do no that. you're not oh, allowed to do say. that <laughs> no confuse me <laughs> no sorry yeah just the drive home it was a very very bright day outside my eyes were watery i you're kind of i think the hardest part about it is the mental part mm-hmm. like you know your eyes being cut open like you know what they're doing to your eyes so i think that that honestly it's like your brain psychs you out more than anything else so knowing that having it be so bright my eyes are watery i had sunglasses on and my and eye patches and my eyes were covered and it still was so bright i feel like i couldn't even handle it so i like had my hands over my face and that was and then i got home i took a three hour nap four hour nap i woke up and i could see and that was the end. I've had no discomfort since, pretty much. Yeah. It so was PR, wild. PRK was different. <laughs> yeah. She had a So PR, PRK, um, I was fine that day. Um, and I did a video. So if you look on my channel um, back in like 2016, I think. So you might just search, search it up. Yeah, Fresco search fam PRK. PRK. Yeah, PRK. <laughs> It'd probably pop up. I did a whole video on my experience. And I even oh. showed some clips of um, a few days after and um so when i got home that night it was fine my eyes were watering too i had that problem mm-hmm. my eyes were watering for days um wow. my problem was day three day three really? is when the cells started to grow back and it oh. felt like there was thousands of eyelashes in my eyes and i oh. remember filming and my eyes were swollen and i was in my dark room and this is part of the video i think it's i like, do remember watching this it's like the you. end of my video where i talk about my experience because it was so long ago i can't remember every detail but that video i filmed shortly after so like i go into depth about right. my experience my eyes were swollen um i saw like little halos at nighttime for a while yes. um and i worked night shift so i had to drive oh at my night gosh and i took like i think i took like a week off of work um but I haven't had any issues since then. So you don't see me and my mom were just talking about this this morning. You don't see any halos. You don't see any um, starburst, nothing like that. Not, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Because so the night of my surgery, 
I remember looking outside because they did say that with LASIK as well, you will temporarily have those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And my mom had a similar eye surgery. She had, but she had cataract surgery, but not for cataracts. She didn't have cataracts. It just was, I don't know. It's complicated. It was a a treatment that she needed for whatever she had going on. No, it was not a treatment she needed. It was, she went in for LASIK. It was the same thing. And they said, instead of LASIK, if you get cataract eye surgery, we could put in a lens that would help you see close up and far away. So it's not like it was a treatment for something. It just was like another surgery that she was talked into, basically. And she liked it, but she permanently sees halos oh. all the time. So for That'd be annoying. Yeah, didn't she didn't your mom have cataract time. surgery? Uh, yes, yes, she did. She did. Yeah, because my mom was talking to her about, about it, I think, because yes. they both had similar. I don't think she has any issues like that, though. No, because so your mom probably had cataracts, right? Yes. So, yeah. So they went in and just fixed the cataracts and then you're done. So what they did with my mom was they actually put a lens in and that lens makes it to where at nighttime you see pretty severe yeah. halos. Well, I, know, I know my mom had to get lens like inserted. Yeah. So because I, I remember one got detached. Before. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you she could hear re- about it. She had to redo <gasps> the surgery. Yeah. yeah, it was so weird. You could yeah. literally you could see, see it see. hanging. Oh my yeah. god, that just runs through me. Um, so I'm not a doctor. I don't know, but from what I understand, if you don't need the eye corrective surgery, they do put a lens in there also, but it's not a corrective lens. So it's just like a basic lens. So it's like so the same. Eye surgery. It's so, so confusing. Tricky. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many different kinds of it too. I know almost nothing. I just know what I've learned over the past like three days, but. The yeah, in my experience. So anyway, the nighttime. That's what we're talking about. The nighttime vision. Um, we were just talking comparing this morning. So that's good to know that yours went away because mine is supposed to go away. And I don't have halos. I only have like a little bit of the starburst, which starburst in eyesight terms means that like if you're driving at night, imagine a car driving towards you, right? Those headlights, typically with your regular eyesight, if you've never had eye corrective surgery, you can see the headlights coming towards you. Like you can differentiate, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of smear around the outside of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Gabe, you know what I'm talking about? Mr. Perfect Vision. We have two Perfect Vision men over here. Oh, sorry. What? No, oh, sorry for your Perfect sorry. Vision. Can't help it. <laughs> it's a you blessing know, and a curse. You know what I'm talking about, though? Like when I when cars are coming towards you. Yeah. So, you know how like the headlights, how it's. There's like a, a little smear on the outside yeah, I know of it, what you're right? About. So basically, a Starburst is the smear is bigger, it's like huge. Right. So it's like when it's coming towards you, it's almost like, can you envision? That? I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. I, when, when I was a kid, I used to do that with light. I used to kind of split my yes, eyes away. Like that. And I would, yeah. It's exactly what it is. Purpose. So that's how it looks at night. But halos are a little bit different, right? Yeah. I don't. Can more... you describe halos? Because I don't think I have them. They're kind of like, like. Well, it's kind of like a halo, like a circle. Literally, in a yeah. Way. Not necessarily. Mine wasn't necessarily a full circle. It was kind of like partial circles that I would see on like random things, like so like weird. street lights or yes. headlights and stuff. But it, it didn't last very long. Um, but Gabe was actually um, talking about how his vision isn't the best anymore. No way. It's I'm still saying good. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. If you have to question. It's still good. Gabe was one he would always steal my glasses. Like he wanted glasses oh, so I, bad. Yeah. He he had plenty of pictures in my glasses and I'm like if you're wearing my glasses you're going to mess your eyes up because my eye perception I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying I haven't had, you know, a checkup an eye exam in, in a while. You're supposed yeah. to get your eyes examined every year even you if know you don't what? need. It's probably been about 30 years. Oh my god. <laughs> You just go to Costco. They have super cheap checkups. I know. And I we should, have vision insurance. I, I need to go. I just haven't. 
No, I was Amber, make his appointment for I just, him. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, I mean, because uh, we were driving the other day and I was like, hey, I could usually read that. Oh, no. But, but no, I think it's just because I'm always tired. I mean, <laughs> I think it's because. <laughs> I'm always tired. But Gabe has always been one. He, just, he wants glasses so bad. I told Chris I'm going to schedule him. You know, we're getting older, guys. We're not young anymore. And I we were just talking about this with the pap smears. Get your pap smear every three years or however often your doctor says to I get try, them. I try, but they won't accept me. <laughs> Chris has to get a colonoscopy at 30. I think 35. Five. Yeah. And just, he's, well, just because my dad. So my dad passed away from colon cancer at 50. Yep. Which is he, very young. He was diagnosed at 45, which is they don't even check you for that until no. you're like 55. Normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got it very early. So it's just a it's a bigger concern for me now. Yeah. Because anytime you have an immediate family member that has, you know, like for us, they always ask about breast cancer yes. in our families. If you have an immediate. And my grandma had breast cancer, but it seems like they mostly ask about your one step ones like your mother or your yeah a, a direct a relative. direct yeah so I, I mean sometimes they'll ask for that too but so we're getting we're at that age guys gabe you need to get your eyes checked i need to get a- save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Everything checked. Not even for glo- Yes, you do. All right, turn around. Dent. Yep. <laughs> Dentist, everything. Cough. My dad Cough. actually has to get um, colonoscopies every five years. He started. Really? Yeah, because my, gra- my grandpa. <laughs> um, he has to get colonoscopies every five years. He started at like. Oh, how old was he? Maybe he was like 40 something, 50 something because my grandpa, my dad's dad had colon cancer also. Whoa. So that runs in my family too. And like um, my dad and I have both had histories with like bathroom issues. Oh no. Yeah. So, so gonna to- I'm going to have to get checked too, just because that run- it runs in my family. I don't know what age, um, but breast Ooh. cancer also runs in my family too. So oh damn. once I get to the age, I think it's normally like 35. I think like 35 yeah. is the age when you start to get like mammograms, mammograms and colonoscopies. I thought it was 40, so, but earlier the better. It could, yeah. The earlier is, but I know colonoscopies is, is are like five the, years. The, and the, it, the first squeezer. time, yeah. yeah. Oh. The first time my dad did a colonoscopy, because you have to drink to get everything out of your system. He was so miserable. But the actual procedure, they push you to sleep. Yeah. But the yeah, drinking yeah. the stuff to like... Is the worst part. You have to be by the bathroom because it's to clean everything out. And my dad was so... <laughs> he was so miserable. But the more you do it, the more you get used to it, you oh, know? Because yeah. you have to clean everything out. And so, yeah, he was uh, on the toilet all night. <laughs> was it just for oh. a day? It was just that night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just Because then you have night. the colonoscopy and then you're fine. But they have to check you're you gonna when you're all cleaned Chris out. You're going to scare Chris out of doing no, it. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, he's over here like, no, you have to be cleaned out to be checked. You're almost there, too. You're almost I keep forgetting you're 30. You're about to be 34, right? No. 35. 31. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm turning 31. Oh, yeah. You're about to be 34. So you're getting close. You're You're going to have to schedule. But I'm about to schedule him an eye exam. I'm about to schedule. We just were checking his insurance because you guys, we are not young. No, we need to get checked. We need to get, you need to get checked, get your paps, get your eye exams, go to the dentist, take care of your body, give yourself the gift of life by giving yourself preventative care. Now I sound like a freaking ad. You sound like my (laughs) 
grandma. You sound like my dad. Like, go, take, go to the dentist. Take care. She's like, shut up. No, not shut up. You need to make sure. <laughs> let this be your. When you're done listening to this podcast right now, actually pause it really quick. We can wait. Pause yep. the podcast. Go call your doctor's your office. Actually, you don't even have to call anymore. You just like go online. You could just schedule appointments on your phone. But yep. Anywho, it's funny how as parents we you know you stay on top of your kids care yes. you always make sure your kids go to the dentist they their get physicals, their checkup their physicals everything, everything. Uh, because you know as parents i feel like most of us anyway are want to make sure that our kids are always healthy and all that so it's funny like when it comes to our own health you know give your kids the gift of the gift the gift the gift of having your parents around longer but um this is something else amber and i were talking about recently medical decisions when you are co-parenting right here we are co-parenting like i you know we have kids that we share but who makes that decision when it comes to medical decisions with your kids it's funny you say that because based on my paperwork i'm supposed to have 50 percent say in education and medical and i have had zero say in any of it yeah so that's (laughs) dang see for me I, so when Logan's dad and I were like still together, we were together on and off, right? Until Logan was about three. Um, he knew obviously all about Logan's checkups and doctor's appointments and he would go with me, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Well, whenever I ended up getting full custody, so I have full physical, soul, legal, all of it. I all have of it. all of it. You have everything. Um, and then I had no way of contacting him anyways. I didn't right. have a phone number. I didn't have anything. Um, so... I didn't let him know anything. Not that Logan yeah. had anything major going on. Right. And that's the thing is that I think with those kinds of like when you have an overall healthy kid who is only getting just their basic, you know, vaccinations, their basic checkups, things like that. It's understandable to I mean, I don't know. Does anybody really does any co-parent really text there or tell the other parent every single time like, they're oh, going to going, get a physical we're going to a physical or we're getting this shot. you know i feel I mean, like some, even with some may do may even with gabe know. i feel like i don't think i tell you every single appointment uh, lilia has used to for the most part as she yeah. got older it hasn't been well maybe what, yeah. what jessica you does me, you mean, you'll tell me like um well you'll keep me updated with everything that's right. going on what she does now is she'll put the appointments in the calendar oh, yeah, yes. pretty much. i know before and that's how we know because she's like oh lilia this lilia that and we're like yes. oh so she's gonna be going to the dentist that day we have a shared right. calendar that we put all of lilia's activities in so like and Gabe's family has access to it and my family has access to it. So like Alice, Gabe's mom just added in recently, like the family reunion. There's a family reunion coming up and we put it in Lilia's calendar. That way we can all see. So all of Lilia's things goes in Lilia's calendar. So I, I guess I do kind of tell you then, huh? I just don't actually you call tell you. me without yeah. indirectly. You don't have indirectly, to now. That's right. we, we have a system where you don't have to. Right, yeah. right. So. And, and if anything major was to happen, like, oh, she fell and broke this. Like, oh, Jessica yeah. would call right away. I would call him first. Yeah. I would call him before anything else. So things like that. But I think, Chris, that's what you were talking about, yes. Mom, because there has been instances with your kids where things happened. Do you want to take it away? Yeah, and I don't. So things have happened to where I don't find out until days or even possibly like weeks of knowing about it. And Caden and Tommy, they're pretty good at communicating to me when things happen. Now that they're older, yeah, they right. just tell you. Because now that they, they have their own phone and stuff that I pay for. So that helps a lot. However, they they don't have like the adult responsibility to be like, hey, let me talk to my dad about this now. They just assume that their mom tells me. Which they should assume. Right. Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. That simply right. for major stuff. That simply doesn't happen. So for one example, um, Tommy had gotten a concussion in football, and I didn't find out until like the season ended. He didn't tell me because he probably assumed that mom would tell me. Mom, I just didn't find out about it. And that's how I found out that he wasn't doing like tackle football anymore. He was doing flag football now. Right. Because he got a concussion. So it's just, it's things like that. You know, like I don't, I don't think he went to the hospital for it from what I understand, but he did sit out for like the rest of the game and he wasn't able to play and he did have to get like medically cleared to go back, which he was, but he just doesn't want to. I mean, I've, I'm glad he doesn't want to, honestly. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't even know he was playing football. I knew that Caden was, but I didn't know Tommy was playing football, too. Yeah, Tommy's both... the one that t- played it longer than Caden, actually. Right. Yeah, Caden ended up um, not doing it anymore. Right. Is he not doing it anymore? He's not, no. He doesn't want to oh, do it? that's no fun. They want, they want to do basketball. Yeah, Logan wants to do basketball, too. Yeah. But football is scary because head injuries which i know that there's like lots of states that don't even do tackle lot, football i thought that, that yeah, they I only do flag football anymore. when they're young and then they'll do tackle in high school well, but that's there's, why yeah there's happened to tommy scary yeah. scary stuff because i mean head injuries are a real thing like it's especially scary. when you're this young mm-hmm. for it to be yeah i that, that's a whole other topic oh, on yeah. its own yeah, he, couldn't, he couldn't even sit in the front seat of a car so but he's being tackled right yeah. you know to the point of concussions it's scary but yeah i concussion so he was never officially diagnosed with a concussion no he was no, he was oh, okay yeah okay so yeah no let's see i i love football <laughs> and i think people should play but i think it should be done safely and then at that age i don't think there's a safe way to play football i don't think so either well, I'm, well like i'm not against yes. i'm not against it but i just don't think football's a very like football and hockey are just like not the safe sports no you know? no but i'm saying like you have to properly be trained because it's usually the one doing something wrong that gets injured. But I'm sure in Tommy's case, he's just happened to he, be a victim. Yeah, he said that he was, um, I think the other player got in trouble because he was blindsided. See? And at that age, it's I mean, really I, hard I, to yeah, teach I, them I, what's I, right and what's exactly. wrong. Right. I believe you probably shouldn't play tackle football at, until not at that age. High, high school. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to- Tommy's gotten, he said that he's gotten in trouble too for blindsiding other people. So it is a common thing, I guess, with younger kids playing tackle. Because yeah. a lot of the times it's their first time learning the sport and first time playing. So they don't know what's right and what's wrong compared to like if you're in high school, you really know the rules and you really understand football. Right. But when you're that age, like how do you really understand what you can and can't do? Yeah, you, you just know? watch it on TV. It's yeah. probably it. Yeah, they just see it and they're like, oh, I'm you, just going to yeah, run up and it, tackle wanna, this guy. Yeah, you want to copy all those big time hits and you end up doing something wrong. Like, say you spear someone, like you try to tackle someone with your head straight on. You could literally just... Break your neck. Break your spine and neck. Yeah, and Oof. you're done. So did she Did she let you know that they were going to do football before? I knew he was in football, yeah. Um, I, I guess I didn't know. I didn't realize the extent of the tackling. I didn't think it was like that serious. Because yeah. I, pl- I didn't play football. So I didn't fully grasp, you know, like the severity that it could have been. Because I guess like like medical sharing medical stuff going on would also be like sports like letting yeah. letting the other parent know like hey they're gonna sign up for this sport because it is like a risk a with risk. things because yeah. I'm sure I'm I'm 
I don't know this for sure, but I can assume that she probably would have signed some kind of liability. Yes. To, to put him into that. For like every sport you have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah even for like soccer, you have to do that. Kind yeah. Of I, was, stuff. I was fully aware that he was playing. Like I said, I just didn't understand the severity of it. Yeah. Even with my boys in, in their dad, I still because I have also so legal, so physical custody, so everything. Um, but again, this is a totally different situation from. Logan's yeah. dad is totally different. <laughs> but when the boys get hurt, if I ever take him anywhere, I always tell him right away. Like when Landon break, broke his arm that time, I mean, within the hour, I still told him. So it's like when it comes to big things like that, if someone, if they get hurt, that is especially a time where I feel like it's, you should let the other parent know, especially another parent who has custody of the child and say in the child. Yeah, I think that, especially with Landon, I actually think you called Drake before you called me. I think I did did i maybe i don't know i I definitely keep him very in the loop with things and even though i mean i i don't necessarily i I don't necessarily have to yeah because i have all medical say and all everything in general for all co-parenting situations typically speaking both mother and father are supposed to have a say in those kinds of things right Mm -hmm. i don't know so i mean like a a typical household you come home at night at dinner you talk about what's going on what you need to do and you agree on something i wonder what would happen if you disagreed on medical a decision yeah like a medical decision oh i don't know have we ever had how serious does that have to be to be i i assume that 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 would have to be like life-threatening to where the doctor would intervene i don't know because i'm thinking things like some people for example the time that we live in now people are very feel very strong about vaccines yeah. Like what, it, like Gabe and I are kind of always, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say we're necessarily on the same page, but we kind of, we don't disagree with stuff. We kind of just like do what we have to do. I don't know. But like, what if you were very against? Oh my gosh. Uh, you know what? That just reminded me of. Oh. Have you been seeing the, you know, the show Unexpected on yes. yeah. TLC? Oh my God, I have love you that seen show. the clips around of, I, I don't watch the show. I've only seen what's on TikTok of the couple. Like she's 16 and her boyfriend is telling her that she can't get an epidural and she's <gasps> he's telling her you'll probably see it on tiktok um i can't remember their names but it's going around that he like he's telling her that she can't get an epidural because she's gonna be ad- addicted to drugs like what at first like at first they were gonna give birth like at a, um, a facility like a home a home birth like a birthing center yeah like a birthing center and then she was just in labor for so long she went to the hospital oh and my gosh. she was like um he was refusing things for her and she <gasps> And that's, that's just, not okay. That just like remind me of that situation, like when you two when you're against something, and and so oh, I don't the, think it has a they, thing to do with him. They though. had to take him out. No, that's her body. Like they yeah. had to take him out of the it's, room. Are, was it? Are they like religious or anything like that? I don't yeah, know. Like, I don't know why sounds, he was saying it. That sounded controlling. It is. Yeah. It's very like that I makes absolutely like I said. No I, sense. I haven't watched the full episode. Only clips on TikTok. But he seems very controlling. But then that makes me think of like the child. Like if he's so oh, particular yes. about what goes into the body, her body. Imagine the baby. The baby. So that's that's what I'm wondering. Like when you're in a situation like that, how do you communicate with the other partner if they're dead set on something? You know, like he he said that he didn't want her to get the epidural, and he called her like a pussy and a bitch and oh, everything fuck wow. for, no. getting, for getting the epidural. And that's I was wild. Like, oh, shit. like this poor girl. So is I don't 16. think he's religious. It's a good thing oh, this was no. just a TV show. No, it's it's, it's reality real. TV. Is anything really reality? I know. It could be you think it's fake? You it, think that's? It could be drama. Dra- what is it? Drama. Dramatized. Yeah. Dra- dramatized. Yeah. Dramatized. Dramatized. Um, yeah. But yeah, that just makes me think like. 
when you're in situations like that people do think strongly about things like there's some people who think very strongly like i will not allow my kid to get vaccinated Mm -hmm. for whatever it is but what if two parents that are co-parenting disagree on that yeah and and a lot like it's one thing to just disagree and be like oh whatever but it's another thing to disagree and be like oh hell no you're not putting that in my kid's body and the other parent like oh hell yeah i am See, it would make for interesting. We've never been yeah. in a situation how, like that. How common of a situation is that? I mean, I know people I just know. randomly have kids together of like one night stands and stuff. Yeah. But if you're like typically in some sort of relationship, you have to have some sort of common. It's common uh, ground for yeah. things. Like you probably have similar beliefs. Yeah, and- exactly. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the situation is out there. Right. But it makes, I feel like yeah. I feel like in a medical standpoint that a doctor or practitioner practitioner would just overrule somebody and give the best but i i do know that it wouldn't be up to the doctor to decide which mom or dad you would actually have to i was googling it a little bit because that question came to mind and it looks like i mean technically you would have to bring it to the court court. and Mm -hmm. let them to let them decide at that point but i will say in all my experience with all like i've pretty much always taken all of my kids for the most part by myself to the like without their the father there and unless they were like babies i think me and you gabe went to appointments for lily when she was like a little baby together but as they've gotten older i mean gabe doesn't really come with me to appointments i wouldn't expect him to he has work he has stuff he's doing same with my other kids you know when things come up like that i've never had a doctor ask me when i say okay when they're ready to like give them a vaccine or something they've never said is the other parent okay with this? Right. So I also feel no, like they haven't. how they how would that come up? You know, it would it would kind of be difficult to execute in a right. I feel like the only way they'd come up is the parent mentioned it, like, oh, I don't want to get them vaccinated. However, yeah. though, for school purposes, like when you're enroll enrolling children, and you have a core, you do need to provide that, and you, you do need do. to like show. You have to provide a court order anytime you enroll your kids in school if you have a custody arrangement. So like mm-hmm. they have all Lilia stuff on file. They have all of my the boys stuff on file anytime you have a court order. So it is such an interesting. Yeah, I don't know. There's probably some messy stories out there of people who dis- have disagreements on anything. But yeah. when it comes to medical, medical it's like stuff. what is, you know, what is. Because that's like know. your kid's well-being. I mean, it's different. Right. Um, luckily, we've never had a situation where we've really disagreed on anything on my end like with logan um on you just the end always, with lilia like we've never yeah. really had huge disagreements to where it could get like extremely messy. messy yeah and i think chris is chris is the only one who's ever had like issues with it and i think it's just that like you're not informed of these and you're supposed right. to be informed. like i i you know if i had an issue of you know them being enrolled in a school or sports or whatever which i don't but if i did like this issue would come up sooner the thing is like I would like to be informed the same day. I believe I deserve that courtesy. Right. Yeah. Have you ever talked to her about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just it's, doesn't go anywhere? Yeah. It's it's a dead end. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I mean, there's some relationships like that where it's like, what do you do? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you don't want to go to court over something like that, but then it is important yeah. that you are aware of stuff, but, like, going to court would just be, like, like there's, more there's, annoying. There's yeah. been a couple times where I have been informed the same day, so it's not... It's not just everything, but there, I, I don't know. There, there's no rhyme or reason. There's just sometimes I find out and sometimes I don't. That sucks. At least your kids are getting older now to where they'll probably tell you yeah. more, Yeah. you know, so then you don't have to well, worry I, I, about it. I text them pretty, you know, almost every day. 
So you're always talking to them and find out stuff. So yeah, I feel like at this point in their life, you're going to know from them at least. Yeah. Right. If something were to happen, they were, one of them were going to notify you. Oh, like when they had COVID, you didn't, she didn't tell you that. That was another example. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They they told. I, I, I could talk an entire episode. (laughs) (laughs) All the stuff you weren't told. Well, guys, that's enough of our co-parenting problems. Let's talk about your problems. <laughs> Here's a tip. Bouchka wow wow. <laughs> zip. Zip. This is just the tip. Bouchika wow wow zip. Bouchika wow wow zippity <laughs> Hell yeah. We got zippity a fan. day. <laughs> my oh my. This says Oh, by the way, guys, if you're wondering, I've gotten some messages on where to send the tip. Um, if you guys have just the tip questions you want to ask us, go to our Instagram at fantastic for official and send us a message. And at the top of the message, write just the tip so that I could see that it says just the tip. And I know that it's just the tip. So we I've gotten a message. Our tip. I've gotten messages where people are like, where do I send the tip? I'm like, here. <laughs> it's send right it. here. Send insert, it in the here. insert tip here. <laughs> insert tip, tip here. here. But anyways. Hi guys, I was in a five-year relationship with this guy and we had a kid together. He was really abusive towards my daughter, so I towards my daughter and I, so I left and got full custody over her. Three years later, after the breakup, I got a boyfriend. He was really good with my daughter and I. He was a father figure for my daughter, as my daughter had not seen her dad since the breakup. However, after three years of being in a relationship with this guy, we decided to get married. My daughter was six then. But I found out that he had a twin and that twin was my ex. What? How the f- and now my ex wants to be in my daughter's life, and me and my fiance have what? fiance or husband. They said I they're am married. So have had big have had big fights because my fiance thinks his twin should be in his daughter's life. I don't want him to be in her life, though. I feel that she is unsafe around him. What do I do? I'm hey, so hey, confused. They might, okay, they might we, not be identical twins. But, but how, how do you does marry someone you don't know their family? Well, yeah. Because they might not be close. There, there's a lot okay, of questions. But that's years, I don't know. This is years of what. This sounds like you want to get married, but you don't even know basic information. Like if, he was a twin. Maybe they something's do, off maybe here. Not, I don't know. Did she move far? Like, do they not live close together at all? Even like know. different last names. Like how? I feel like I feel like not all families are close. So maybe they he just didn't disclose that he had a brother. Um, That's some people, I mean, some people get into relationships and they don't know anything about the other person's family. I don't know. I don't but like. Three I think that's, years down the road. Well, I don't know. You don't know their lives. You okay, don't. so what's the question? What does she want help with? Um, the her husband fiance thinks that the brother should be in his daughter's life. Hell no! Get the fuck away! This is so weird. The fact that there's so many red flags here. I'm sorry. You need to leave. If this is real. You need to get out of that relationship. Goodbye. Sorry. See you yeah. later. Because uh, this is all bad. She did say that the court granted her, her like, full custody. Full. Okay. So she must have had enough evidence to convince the court like he is not okay to be around her and the kid. So that's, I mean, that's pretty significant. If the fiance husband thinks that that the brother should be involved in his daughter's life, when you have full custody and there is issues, I think that that's, that's a, red a red flag, flag. too. Because if he knows that there was issues going on to where you got full custody and he still thinks that the child should be, you know, put into that situation, I think that's not right. No, that's, no. that's, I, I don't know. I would leave them both. No, if there's a leave legal both situation, you cannot do that. You have every right to not 
have the dad in the life. In fact, I would that would make me raise questions about what's uh, about your fiance or your husband and his relationship with your daughter. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm being real honest, I don't know. I don't like that. That doesn't sit pretty with me. I think that (laughs) the whole situation seems a little too close to home. How? Like brother and brother Brothers. just oh like to their home, home. Yeah. oh usually when you say close to home you oh, mean no. it like it reminds you of something no, no, no. that happened to you i meant like it's, it's like a little doesn't have any brothers uh, first of all you don't have any brothers you don't have any abuse that i know of <laughs> i'm just confused it's just a little too convenient for me thinking about it now that you know i just the brother just you know happened to hit you up and you that's crazy like, no one she, sounds like a setup she obviously has a type I mean, yeah, because if they're not, I'm sure that they're not identical twins or else that's, you know, you would obviously know that. But if they're just like fraternal twins, they they probably have similar features. I, I think that this. OK, if I'm being honest, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I, this story sounds almost made up. <laughs> I mean, if, if this is real, then you're in some real shit. OK, <laughs> you got to I can't determine yeah, what's real or not. Yeah, I, I think I, think I kind of need update. a little bit of follow up to. Uh, yeah. If you're listening, rep- respond to this. Let us know. Like, there's got to be more to this story. Yeah, I'm just, that's just a, what's missing that's here. That's a crazy situation. That is crazy. But I think we all collectively agree. Leave them both. Leave them. Yeah. This is, need, it's not worth your daughter. You need to get away from that family entirely. Yeah. And then, and then you need to do a background check on your, background check on your next man. <laughs> 23 and me. <laughs> 23 and <Yes>. me. <laughs> that's right. Funny. That's it for today's episode. Don't forget to like and rate our podcast and turn on those notifications. You know you want to hear from us. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Fantastic4Official, where we post continuous updates. We want to hear your feedback, comments, and topic suggestions. And that's where you can reach us. You also have an option to support our podcast by clicking the link in the description of every episode. Farewell from your favorite foursome. And until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.